0: Good morning and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack the Scani six-pack the only podcast bringing you all the top stories in all of Wisconsin sports plus we do it in less time than it takes to complete your morning commute I'm your host Kedrick Stumbrist you can find me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Kedrick Stumbrist and follow the podcast at Scony six-pack to get the latest updates in Wisconsin sports we have a brief one for you today because I haven't gotten something out in a while I want to I do have a little bit of a throat thing going on, so I apologize if you hear breaks in the show. I will probably pause to take a sip of water here and there. But we're going to try to power through this, even though talking right now is uh, a little bit of a challenge for me. Uh, Plus, we have to get out of here a little bit early uh, because of an exciting-ish announcement (laughs) um, at the end of the show. So Wisconsin football, Wisconsin Badgers, can still win the Big Ten West. And you're saying, yeah, I know they can win, but it's very, very, very unlikely. This was also my initial thought. After having an awful, awful, awful 15-6 to loss to Iowa over the weekend, which I had the, I guess, pleasure of attending because it was so absurdly gross, I kind of loved it. There's still a better chance than I think I had initially thought that Iowa can mess this up. Um, because that's what it's going to take. Iowa has to mess this up. So if you look at just the Wisconsin, Iowa game, uh, um, Parker Fleming on, on Twitter at stats, Oh, war, Wisconsin was the second unluckiest team by net success rate on Saturday. Now you might be asking, Oh, okay. Kendrick, what are these analytics nerds trying to tell me? Success rate basically means on a down-to-down basis in the football game. You have a successful down on offense if you get at least half the yards toward a first down that you need. So if it is first and 10, you have a successful down if you get it to first and five or fewer yards or get the first down. Now, this changes on uh, depending on who calculates uh, the success rate on third down or fourth down it doesn't say you need to just get half the yards it says that you need to get the first down um, and then on defense if you prevent the offense from getting half the yards that it needs to uh get a first down that's you know a good success rate for your defense so net success rate basically takes both of the offenses and says which one of you were better on the day which offense and defense held the opponent and you on offense had the more success on a down-to-down basis. And Wisconsin was had the second greatest margin of losing teams on Saturday to beat their opponent by success rate. Only North Carolina State, NC State, who lost to Duke on Saturday, had a better net success rate while still losing a game. If you're consistently better than your opponent on a down-to-down basis, you should expect to win the football game. We we know this because numbers, nerds, analytics. Iowa wasn't that successful on Saturday. They won, but they just broke one big touchdown run that probably coupled with a shaky decision uh, on Wisconsin's first drive of the game to go for it on fourth and one in deep Iowa territory on Wisconsin's first drive was probably the difference in the game. Those two things coupled together was probably the difference in the game given that Iowa's net success rate was so abysmal. I mean, like, if you just look at the typical box score, right, this makes sense, too. Wisconsin had 18 first downs to Iowa's nine. Nine first downs, and Iowa won the game. Now, Wisconsin had 18 first downs, and it barely let them cross midfield because Iowa's punter, Torrey Taylor, was just fantastic uh, pinning Wisconsin, you know, at its own six within the 10 over and over and over again. Um, but that's not a typical recipe for winning football games. And yeah, I know Iowa isn't a typical team, but um, let's, let's just look at what some other analytics think about Iowa's chancing of winning the Big Ten West and Iowa's season as a whole, outside of just the Iowa-Wisconsin loss, which was gross and disgusting because every Iowa-Wisconsin game is. But really, I'm willing to say that it's not as disgusting as we thought it was by looking and digging into those numbers a little bit more. Iowa's season as a whole and Iowa's chances of winning the Big Ten West. According to Bill Connolly of ESPN, who calculates his uh, power rankings, SP+, Iowa only has a 50% chance to win the West. And it feels like those odds should be pretty significantly higher because assuming Wisconsin loses to Ohio State, which I do recognize is not what these numbers have. It does not have that assumed loss. But even still, I I would believe that the numbers are giving Ohio State a very, very, very high likelihood of winning that game. So that's baked in to Iowa's 50%. So assuming Wisconsin loses to Ohio State, Iowa needs to lose twice in its remaining five games. Its remaining five games are against Minnesota, at Northwestern, home against Rutgers and Illinois, and at Nebraska. Minnesota, Northwestern, Illinois look all just awful. So it should be surprising that Iowa only has a 50% chance per SP plus of winning the big 10 West. But I think if we look a little bit closer, it's that Iowa could lose any one of these five games, even against the three teams that are absolutely terrible. And there are two teams on here in Rutgers and Nebraska, which probably are, like are teams that I think could beat Iowa. And even still the three awful ones, maybe they can too, just because of the way Iowa plays football. You go back to Bill Connolly. Iowa is 129th in rushing success rate. Remember, we just talked about success rate at the top of the episode here. You know, your ability to convert half the yards you need to get a first down or get a first down if we're on third or fourth down on a down-to-down basis. So Iowa's 129th in rushing success rate. We all know Iowa can't pass the ball, particularly with Deacon Hill as their quarterback, former Wisconsin quarterback. But Iowa doesn't run the ball particularly well either. If you take out the 82-yard touchdown run, which, yes, I understand happened, but if you take out the 82-yard touchdown run from Iowa against Wisconsin, Iowa ran for 2.6 yards per carry, rounding up 2.56. Iowa, which led off that one big long run in a game where they really couldn't run the ball very well, is 129th out of 133 FBS teams total. Iowa's 129th, out of 133 in rushing success rate. But Iowa is third in rushing explosiveness in being able to pull off explosive plays. This is an anomalous gap. 129, one of the worst teams in the country at rushing the ball per success rate, while third in explosiveness. This is an anomalous gap. And I'm not saying that it's guaranteed But it is absurdly likely that that gap will close considerably. And Iowa will not be able to get off those explosive plays because they just do not run the ball well on a down-to-down basis. Uh, And I want to thank Bud Elliott of 247 Sports and the Cover 3 podcast for pointing out that uh, gap in success rate to explosiveness. First, the numbers come from Bill Connolly, but uh, I only know about them because Bud Elliott said them. So if you take the idea that Iowa does not run the ball well, All year, all year, on a down-to-down basis. They don't run the ball well. Couple that with the fact that we all know Iowa can't throw the ball well. In the last two weeks, Iowa has completed two passes to wide receivers. Two passes to wide receivers in the last two weeks. Including a game, Iowa won against Purdue, where it completed zero passes to wide receivers. So both completed passes to wide receivers in the last two weeks came against Wisconsin. We recognize that Iowa's offense is incredibly efficient at producing NFL talent tight ends, and they're great at passing the ball to tight ends. But yesterday, the Hawkeyes got the news that their best tight end, Eric All, who left the game early against the Badgers, is out for the rest of the season. Deacon Hill, quarterback now, the Iowa Hawkeyes, can't push the ball downfield. We, we've already seen that he can't get the ball to wide receivers. If he could, he'd probably still be in the quarterback room in Madison and maybe starting this weekend against Illinois. Without Deacon Hill's best option, without Iowa's best receiving option at tight end in Eric Hall, Wisconsin's window to Indianapolis is maybe, maybe more open than at least I first assumed all right, I want to thank you all for listening. We do want to get off one little read for our friends here uh at tick pick uh tick pick, which is my favorite place to buy and sell tickets uh to my favorite events, uh likely Wisconsin Badger sporting events, the Green Bay Packers might have a little bit here um. But I get all my tickets on TickPick. TickPick's a service I love, and I want you to save money on your next ticket purchase. When you use TickPick, you will never pay service or delivery fees like you will on other ticket selling apps. And when it comes with TickPick's best price guarantee, if you find a better price somewhere else on these here internets for the same ticket, TickPick will refund you twice the difference in credit toward your next purchase. Plus, if you use my link in the podcast description, you'll save $10 on your first order. So go to the Google Play Store. Go to the Apple App Store, download the TickPick app, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, and click my link in the podcast description, and never pay service fees, never pay hidden fees ever for tickets ever again. And I do just want to say that a handful of you so far this season already, this football season already, have used my TickPick link, and I really, really, really cannot say how much i appreciate it it is one of the best ways you can support this show um beyond you know leaving some nice reviews following me and my work on twitter um, but one of the best ways you can support the show and and support me is by you know clicking submitting your first order on tick uh using my link in the podcast description one of the best ways you can support the work um, i'm doing over here i really 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 do appreciate it um and the handful of you who have this season already uh, i really do appreciate it so Before we go, uh, I just want to say that I have to rush out of here because I uh, have got to get onto a flight to Denver Uh, tonight. I will be at the Packers Broncos game on Sunday and hopefully it will be good. Because when I went in Atlanta, it was really good and fun until it wasn't. Um, Obviously, Wisconsin-Iowa was not that hot. I did go to the Wisconsin Rutgers game, though. So I'm not winless in my uh, football game viewing experience this season. But I really need a win. (sighs) Packers need to win badly. So if you're in the Denver area or going to the Denver game, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Kendrick Stumbrous, Uh Head up the podcast at Scotty Six Pack. Let me know that you're going to be. I'm going to be headed to um, Packers fan rally at Thomas Watch Bar, uh, one of the two Packers bars downtown uh, Denver on Saturday evening. Uh, you could look up those rally details. And otherwise, yeah, I'll be at the game set Sunday afternoon. Uh, let me know if you're headed there. I'm also headed to um, what is it called now? Ball Arena used to be the Pepsi Center. Uh, Ball Arena at uh, tomorrow night uh, because Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks are playing the Avalanche. I'm going to get to see Connor Bedard playing in a little over 24 hours. Uh, but I know not everybody here. A few people here are uh, Chicago Blackhawks fans or NHL fans in general. So uh, yeah, if you're headed to the game, uh, the Packer game on Sunday, hit me up. Would love to buy you a drink, give you a high five. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, And that is going to be all for today's edition of the Scotty Six Pack. If you enjoy the show, leave a nice review, five stars, kind comments on your podcast platform of choice, Apple, Spotify, or follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button for free. Hit the like, leave a kind comment. Really appreciate all the support you give the show. Uh, We'll talk to you tomorrow and on Wisconsin.